Welcome to Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell, bringing you the latest information for families seeking to adopt, adoptees, and women considering placing a child for adoption. Now, with today's program, here is Marty Caldwell. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We're so glad you're here. We've got a wonderful show lined up for you today. Today, we're going to be talking about taking the mystery out of the adoption home study process. And uh, before I start, I would like to invite you to sign up for our weekly show reminder. Just visit our site at letstalkadoption.com and click on the free reminder on the left side of the site. It's free. It's easy. We'll email you some information regarding our shows. You'll also find resources and links to help you, whether you're seeking to adopt, already parenting, or you're hoping to reunite with a birth family. There are past shows available for you uh, as well right now. So if you have questions, email them to me at info at letstalkadoption.com. So today we're discussing taking the mystery out of the adoption home study process. My guest today is Savannah Newman with A Child's Dream. Savannah is the mother and foster mother of over 150 children. Uh, In the past 22 years, uh, she has done a lot of work with children. She's a grandmother of quite a few children and also a social worker with a Child's Dream Agency in Nevada. They also have uh, locations in seven other states, too. Welcome to the program, Savannah. Thank you. It's so nice to have you. You know, um, one of the most asked questions, frequently asked questions in adoption is about the home study process. Um, the mystery scares many adoptive parents. You know, uh, we know that every adoption needs a home study, a people study. Explain to me, uh, for the new people listening, you know, what... Uh, a home study is, um, you know, what's involved with it for people that are just starting out in adoption? Uh, basically, we look at your your background, um, different things about how you were raised, um, you know, your reasons for wanting to adopt. Every state requires that you have an adoptive home study before you can consider adopting a child. Mm -hmm. You can't adopt in the United States without it. Mm -hmm. And it's a way of getting to know you. It's Mm -hmm. a way of letting the courts know a a bit about you. You know, when when you have adopted a child or you go to adopt, they need to know that you have a a valid home study. Right. It's it's complete, and it's it's really a people study. I mean, you go out to the home, and we're going to talk about the process and what you do, but but it's actually looking at the people and their home. Yes. And and the whole thing, too. You know, when when someone's looking for a home study provider, someone to actually write this report for them, uh, there are many options, and, of course, we've got listeners in all different countries and states. Um, You know, what is something that people should look for? What are the things they should be looking for when they're interviewing? And I always tell people to interview at least three um, adoption uh, home study providers. What are things that you see, Savannah, that are important to look at when you're interviewing? Uh, To me, it's location, for one, because usually the same person that does your home study does what's called a post-placement visit Mm -hmm. after you have the child placed with you. And they have to come out to satisfy the state's requirements about uh, checking on the child while the, the baby's in your home before right. you go through the finalization. Mm-hmm. But um, do you know somebody who has adopted? Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody's word of mouth is, mm-hmm. is wonderful. But uh, finding somebody local, finding somebody that talk about price. Mm-hmm. What do they charge? You know, mm-hmm. what are their requirements? And those all vary, too, because some will do home studies for single people. Some do only married. You have to be married That's a certain true. time. 
and uh, and some can do now. Some organizations are only licensed for newborns, and others are licensed for older children uh, or sibling groups. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, so it all varies, too. It's nice to ask that if you know what you're looking for. Yes. You know, uh, most of the time frame uh, on how long an adoption home study takes depends on the adopted parents getting their paperwork back, right? Yes. You know, what has been in your experience regarding the time frame to get a home study completed? I would say it takes anywhere from six weeks to three months. Mm -hmm. Um, And because I'm in Nevada, Mm -hmm. um, we have to do FBI fingerprint background checks, Mm -hmm. and that takes two to three months to get them back. After we apply to have this, uh, after we send your fingerprints and everything in, we complete the rest of the home study so that by... The time the fingerprints are due back, everything else is finished. Can you do a, a fast track um, with the FBI fingerprints at all? We don't have that in Nevada, mm-hmm. but they do have it in California. Yeah, so they, some states it's might quicker have it. there. Right, yes. yeah. So that, that would be just in Nevada. Yes. But, uh, but it's good to know that it could take longer, too. Yes. Uh, other questions people come up with is uh, when should they start the process? Because there is, you know, a limit. Um, and I know that um, you have mentioned, too, that... Uh, when does that that year start? You know, when before they have to home, update that home study. Your your year starts from the day that home study is signed, not when you start it, but when it is totally completed. Mm-hmm. Um, your fingerprints are good for three years, but your home study is good for one year. Mm-hmm. And if you are in the process of adopting and and maybe your time has run out, it's easy to go ahead and just renew your home study. And it doesn't cost very much to do that no. either. Yeah. No. And and so people shouldn't worry about that, but it's nice to get it out of the way and uh, and have that done too. You know, walk us through, Savannah, if you would, the home study process. You are very thorough and you have a great reputation. Um, walk us through the process so that so we can start dismissing some of this mystery around it on what happens from beginning to end. Okay. When somebody calls me and asks about having a home study done, I refer them to our website. Mm-hmm. Go to a childsdream.org and download the application. It's self-explanatory. Send the application and the fee to a child's dream in the state of Washington. Mm-hmm. They, in turn, fax that application to me. I go ahead, I get a hold of you, and I said, I'm sending you a packet mm-hmm. that says step-by-step step exactly everything that you need to do to get this started. And the first thing, of course, is there's fingerprint cards in there. You take them down to the your sheriff or your mm-hmm. police or highway patrol. Mm-hmm. They will do your fingerprints for you. Um, we do a child abuse and a neglect check Mm -hmm. that's called cans here Mm -hmm. and we have to know that you have not been involved with child protection service right you know in the past that Mm -hmm. that also has to be done these are state requirements right so while you get the first four things on my list done you get it to me you send it to me or i pick it up i get those fingerprints sent off to be processed While we're waiting for those to be cleared, I do everything else on the list. You have to do an autobiography. I need to know, you know, about your lifestyle, about your hobbies, about things you like to do. How were you raised? You know, you you can say, I had a wonderful childhood, or you can say, 
I'm not going to raise my children the way I was raised. Right, because some people have a tough childhood, but that doesn't mean they're not going to be good parents, Uh huh? No, absolutely. Uh, We we get copies of birth certificates and divorce decrees and just there's a whole list of things. Things that we need filled out, there's a copy of it in there that you like employment verification. Mm -hmm. You know, the paperwork is there. And you mentioned military discharge papers and Social Security cards. If you've been in the military, yes. Mm Mm-hmm. So you have um, all if that. you've been previously married, we need a copy of the divorce decree. Mm-hmm. This is pretty intrusive, mm-hmm. truly. That's, and, you know, I've gone through a home study, and you have too, and it is, but you know what? You go through a lot of intrusive things when you're uh, you know, getting, preparing for a home or um, other areas that you have to look at, even to a doctor's office. So, yes. you know, this is something that we all have to go through, and uh, it isn't really that painful once you get through it and just realize that the end result is that you're going to be a parent. Yes, yes. Once I get a rough draft done of the home study, I come to your home, Mm -hmm. and you and I go over it together, Mm -hmm. make sure that I've got everybody's name spelled right, and um, I I jokingly say, if you want to correct my punctuation, go (laughs) ahead. Mm -hmm. Um, We fill in missing parts, you know. Mm -hmm. I I look at your home. I I describe it in the home study. Mm -hmm. The home study is seven to ten pages long. Wow. uh And we talk about your home is possibly two miles from the closest hospital. It's a mile from the shopping center. It's two Mm -hmm. blocks from a school. I have to say all of this Mm -hmm. in this home study. So I once I get all these blanks filled in, I come back home and I do the final draft of the home study. All I am waiting for is those fingerprint results. I have everything else. You've given me all the paperwork I need. We've I've been out to the home visit. I've answered your questions. The minute those fingerprints come back, I fill in that date. My the home study is complete. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then once there's a match, and then there's post-placement visits. And you had mentioned that, um, let's share a little bit about how the home study um, is, is completed. Then there's post-placement visits. That means after the child's into your home. In Nevada, it's required for six visits, right? Yes. For six months. And then and uh, you mentioned in California, it's about three and... Each state can be different. Yeah, so I think every organization, every... Uh, a home study provider is going to have a different requirement on that, too. It's good to ask that question, too. Yes. You know, one question people ask about is uh, the purpose of having them do an autobiography. Sometimes they say, it's so hard to write about myself. But can you give us a little bit of, uh, of uh, insight into that what, that, what that does for you and helping you? Okay. Uh, when I ask for an autobiography, I have questions uh, in the packet for you to answer. What kind of discipline did your your parents use with you? Who was the disciplinarian in your family? Yeah. Um, kind of how are your brothers and sisters? Uh, uh, what did you do for fun? What mm-hmm. you know? What did your family do for recreation? Mm-hmm. You know, are you sports enthusiast? Mm-hmm. It tells me a lot about you mm-hmm. because there. Part of this home study is is me letting people get to know you, mm-hmm. and. Um, you know, it like just I gives said. a better idea. And you know, I was just thinking too, as you're talking, this would be a great tool for people to keep a copy when they're doing their dear birth mother letter. Sure. Because what is common to us may be very exciting to a birth mother. You know, yes. if they're into horses or they they or they ride or they sing or something yes. like that too. So so I think it really helps you, but it also helps clarify to them where they've been and what their life's like. Yes. I think that's important too. 
Um, you know, what is the difference between home studies, international, foster care adoption, step-parent or kinship adoptions? Is there anything different in the process that people have to look in, kinship being where you're adopting within the family? Uh, most of the time, if you are a close enough relative, you do not have to have a home study. So like a grandmother or yes. a step-parent yeah. or something like that? Yes. And that, again, is in Nevada, depending on the state, you know, but for, for uh, your yeah. state. Yeah, and then I'm talking for Nevada. Right. Now, international, you go by what the country asks you. Mm-hmm. If you are adopting from China, they will want you to answer some questions that they want to hear the answers to. Ethiopia mm-hmm. would have different questions. Mm-hmm. And so when we do international, we we go by what the country asks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, there's so many more questions I have here, too. And, uh, Savannah, we're going to take a quick break here. And we come back, we're going to continue with this um, conversation regarding uh, cost of the home study and okay. other things that are mysterious to us about the adopting home study. So when we turn off this break, we're going to answer your questions uh, that you've sent in to us regarding the home study. We're right back. God has a plan for each of us. Sometimes we simply aren't sure what that is. Many Christian families are struggling today with infertility and pregnancy loss and feel forgotten as to God's plan for their lives. Is God trying to convey His plan to you? Perhaps He is trying to lead you to another path for building your family. Christian families are being built every day through the miracle of adoption. There is hope and there's a child for you. Visit LifetimeAdoption.org. Or call 530-432-7373 to learn more about welcoming a baby into your heart through adoption. Welcome back to Let's Talk Adoption. I'm Marty Caldwell. If you just joined the program, we're talking with Savannah Newman about taking the mystery out of the adoption home study uh, process, and um, we've got a lot to cover. So um, we've, we've covered some areas about what the process is like, and now we're going to go into cost, too. Before we continue, I, I do receive a lot of emails daily from visitors and uh, listeners to our sites. Um Asking about adoption, and uh, there's a resource I want to mention that's helped a great deal of listeners um, and who has won two national awards. It's AdoptingOnline.com. It's a book that I wrote for hopeful adoptive parents, and it's a resource guide with over 1,200 adoption sites on there and resources for you. So it's very uh, helpful for people starting out to give you lots of information about what we're talking about today. Um, It's available at local bookstores. You can get it at the library, and uh, it's also online. If you go to the site adoptingonline.com you can save $10 off and uh, your order also has a money back guarantee so I hope that helps you. Savannah uh, before we uh, left we were talking a little bit about the process of adoption let's talk about the cost of adoption because a home study uh, people are always saying you know money's a factor in whatever we do in life whether we're you know we're going on vacation remodeling our home uh, planning for our future Tell us about the cost of adoption, the average cost, and and, and why sometimes it so it seems so expensive. Um, I've I've handled adoptions that cost everywhere from the lowest I've ever done. I mean, and this is not me. This is the mm-hmm. cost that it cost the adoptive couple was mm-hmm. fifteen thousand, and I've it's gone up 
to thirty-five thousand. Mm-hmm. And, and on the east that coast, that is a lot. Yeah, and and on the east coast, it's more. I know that you know we talk about foster care, FOS adopt, and things like that. But you know, the that's that's the whole adoption, not just the home study. Yes. Um, so people have to kind of budget between that fifteen to thirty-five thousand dollars. And in some states, it can go more. And in some states, it's a little bit less, depending on the type of adoption. And if you get grants or um, scholarships to help out. You know, um, another common question is parents ask about, we touched a little bit on the FBI and, and local background checks. Um, are there any other clearances other than they have to take in a physical, you know, take a physical and um, paperwork into their doctor? Are there any other background checks that they have to have done? We also do, and I mentioned the CANS check, which mm-hmm. is child abuse and neglect. Right. There are a lot of states that if you have had involvement with Child Protection Service, Mm-hmm. That kind of rules you out with that exactly for adoptions, yes. And how about if you know we talked a little bit about um, you know someone's had something when they were nineteen years old, they stole a car, or they oh. uh, or they um, they had a problem with a DUI. Um, yes. Tell me a little bit about how that reflects. It has to come out in the home study. Uh, it does. It comes up in uh, sometimes it comes up in your local background check. Sometimes it comes up in your FBI fingerprint check. We look at what it was. We look at how long it's been since this has happened. I mean, if you're 35 years old and you, I laughingly said, stole a gumball machine when you were 19, Mm -hmm. even though you got in trouble for it, it is not something that we would look at Mm -hmm. that would affect you now. It wouldn't stop you from adopting, but it has to be be out there, right? Yes. Um, If it was drugs or alcohol, we again look at when was the last offense that you had? Mm Mm-hmm. And did you go through treatment or whatever? And I hear, I've heard the magic number of five years. They want to see a five-year period from that you know, uh, time frame. Let's say you've got a DUI um, yeah. and drunken driving. Um, they're looking for that period to see if, if something's happened. Have you gone through a 12-step program through either your church or yeah. AA, um, something like that. That's what you're looking for. Yeah, and how, how extensive was this problem? Uh-huh before the last incident. Right. I mean, if you've had 15 years of DUIs and, and yeah. the stuff, and you've only been clean and sober for five years, did you get treatment? Right. They, they want to know. And I think people being yeah. honest, I've, I've seen people not be honest in their home studies, and it's really, right. um, it's, it's disrupted their adoption, and they've lost all their investment and time, and yes. uh, I've seen divorces over it, too. So it's it's yes. real important to be uh, honest up that, too. Um if you do a home study, do they do we have to get a baby from you? Here's another question. No. Huh? Okay. I, I do a lot of home studies for people who are going with a different agency. Yeah, and like even for lifetime adoption, you do it for, for our facilitation center. Yeah. Uh, for a lot of the clients that we have in there, too. So people can look for that. And is it called an a la carte uh, uh, or just for independent adoption? It's just, it's just an independent adoption. I get a lot of... Uh, of people who are adopting from back east mm-hmm. or from California or something. I did. They just asked me for a home study, that's mm-hmm. all. Now, can you do a home study when they're living out of state? Not from me. Okay, but you it can refer. It has to be in my area. Right, and so you have to refer people over yes. then if they're doing that too. Yes. If a family wants to adopt a sibling group, uh, is the process any different? That's uh, another question. <laughs> Uh, not with us. Uh-huh. Uh, we we mainly have just newborns. Now there may be a um, there may be a what say a two year old in the home, mm-hmm. and the parent just says I can't do this, mm-hmm. 
and um, we would we would let them be adopted as a group. It, the process is not any different, except in the home study, we mm-hmm. specify that there are two children or right three like or that. something. What yeah. what you require, what mm-hmm. you want. Some agencies are only uh, licensed to do newborn adoptions and not older children. Is that correct? Yes. So that's another question you want to ask when you're interviewing somebody, too. Yes. Um, here's another question, too. Uh, do they need to ask for um, the home study provider to send a copy of the completed home study to the adoption professional? For example, uh, for lifetime adoption, uh, here is a facilitator working with the birth mothers and that does not do home studies, but they need a copy of the home study for the file. Is that something the family requests, or is that something the adoption professional requests? Uh, that's something that the adoption professionals would request. Okay, and send that in. And here's another question people ask about. Why can't they get a copy of their own home study? Um, I don't know about other states. In the state of Nevada, it's against the law. Wow. But okay. I can send this or a letter stating that there is a valid home study to anybody that they want. Mm-hmm. A Nevada law states that we can only give a home study to a licensed adoption placing agency. Mm-hmm. And so basically it's uh, you know, it's state by state. They need to really find out. And, you know, That's most right. of the time you're going to go over it, as you mentioned. You review that with the adopted parents. They know what's in there. Yes. And so I don't think it's a problem. Yes. Uh, birth moms have asked occasionally for a copy of an adoptive family home study. It doesn't happen a lot, but some professionals uh, regularly will send it to a, a birth mother. Do, do you think that's a good idea? Um, we, every birth mother that we have has a right to read the home study mm-hmm. where we black out the names and addresses, mm-hmm. but they do not have a right to have a copy of it. Yeah. They I can, see. they can read it, but they can't have a copy, copy of it. And that makes a lot of sense too. Yeah. Well, Savannah, uh, any closing ca- thoughts or uh, tips that you can share with parents that are just starting out that will really help them? Um, I, I was surprised, and, and I just found this out lately, is that a lot of um, employers will help with adoption. Right. You know, Pepsi-Cola, a Snyder Trucking firm, 7, help 000, their yeah. employees mm-hmm. adopt. Yep. And I know there's a lot of them. There are, and you know, that's one thing. We have teleconferences at Lifetime, so if people are interested and they want to know about that, email us over at info at Let's talk adoption.com and I'll send you the teleconference because we do a whole segment just on employer benefits too and there's some articles on our site. And you know, let's go ahead and give your website out before we close here again. It's a childsdream.org. Yes. Okay, great. Thank you so much Savannah for being on the show and for bringing us so much information. I really appreciate um, all you've given us today and shared with us too. Okay. And I wish you the very best, and I look forward to continue working with you. If anybody has questions, again, send them over to me, and I can always forward them over to Savannah. We, we'd love to uh, get your feedback on this particular program, too. Thank you again so much, Savannah. Okay, thank uh-huh. you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Well, Bye-bye. this is Marty Caldwell, and it's been a pleasure being with you today. I want to share with you, too, that right now there is a need for a Christian adoption families. And if you are a Christian family, um, uh, either Protestant or Catholic, and you're interested in adopting, I encourage you to contact uh, lifetimeadoption.com and get some information from them. Uh, we have uh, needs in certain states uh, for families. Uh, we have an abundance of uh, wonderful birth mothers looking for families, so do contact us there. If you have questions for the show, please send them to me at info at letstalkadoption.com. And until next time, this is Marty Caldwell Let's Talk Adoption. Have a great week. God bless you, and we'll see you next week.
Thank you for joining us for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell. For more adoption information, visit LifetimeAdoption.com or call 1-800-923-6784. That's 1-800-9-ADOPT-4. And tune in again next week at the same time for Let's Talk Adoption with Marty Caldwell. 